quickly about why radiation weapons are used in the modern COINTELPRO program and a lot of the similarities in COINTEL, the first iteration of COINTELPRO and COINTELPRO 2.0. What radiation weapons allow to happen in a post 9-11 police state and that sounds crazy until you realize there are cameras everywhere. Every business has a camera. Every front door has a door has a ring camera. Everybody's got a cell phone in their hand. Everyone wants to record everything when they drive with their dash cams, etc. There are cameras everywhere now. So you know, COINTELPRO had a habit, the first iteration had a habit of taking out people who were a threat or dissident to the, um, to the government or, you know, the government's plan for the country or people who upset those in the establishment and they would take them out in very public ways, much like a dictator would, which is why, you know, people like Malcolm X, John Lennon, uh, Dr. Martin Luther King got assassinated, and it happened in public. And a lesson that was learned from the first iteration of COINTELPRO was to not create martyrs, because a martyr lives on beyond his ideals. Do you understand? And it's like as if you made the person last longer than they would have if they would have just lived a full life. Also, it creates resentment towards the government furthering the, the intended target's mission. But the government still likes to get their man, which is why radiation weapons are used. Um... Now I've talking I've talking I've talked very much about how um, charged particles and radiation etc have have been used on me um, and that's because the government still wants to get its man do you understand but what they do is they don't they try to first and foremost just they try to destroy the person for they try to kill the person twice now First, they try to kill their credibility. Uh, they try to kill their reputation, etc. Right? First, they kill the person that way. And while they're going through that process, they also literally kill the person. And it completes two objectives. It kills the ideals or the ideas that put that person on the map. And it gets rid of the person. So while you're getting your name dragged through the mud, etc., they're also working on slowly shoveling dirt over you using radiation weapons. I've had a whole podcast on it. I uh, called it Death by a Thousand Cuts, and that's exa exactly what it is. It's just 
a long drawn out series of high doses of charged particles over time to slowly shovel dirt over you and while they're doing that and as it's slowly and you don't realize it's really taking a toll on your health um they're also destroying your reputation in your professional circles your private circles um etc so it's much like the first iteration of COINTELPRO where they get their man but since we're in a surveillance heavy state they can't just go and assassinate someone there's just always the risk of somebody having a camera so you do it using radiation weapons because you can't hear them you can't see them only the intended target can feel them and when they react to them and it just looks like they're being a crazy person you understand but it definitely mirrors the intended function as the first iteration of COINTELPRO where they always get their man they just switched up the formula instead of dragging the person through the mud and then assassinating them in front of their followers in order to discourage other people from taking up uh, that person's charge which they found out through trial and error does not work what they now do is drag the person's name through the mud and they have a lot of practice they're 70 years in on this program COINTELPRO but in COINTEL 2.0 COINTELPRO 2.0 the post 9-11 COINTELPRO is they drag the person's name through the dirt while giving them these doses of radiation so they can still kill you in front of people it just happens over a long period of time and no one can see it no one can hear it no one can smell it etc it uses the invisible part of the electromagnetic spectrum which is radiation x-rays charged particles etc and then when you die it just seems like you died from i don't know poor life choices or a roll of the dice it seems like an act of god so then the people who might have been inspired by you witness you being dragged through the dirt using psychological operations smear tactics um enhanced torture techniques etc uh which also leave no scar leave no mark you know a psychological operations there's a joke um in in the in the industry where psychological operations exists because mental scars leave no marks but they they smear you in front of your followers using enhanced torture while they're also killing you in front of your followers or the people who support you using um, radiation weapons there's this great book called silent weapons for quiet wars and um, it details exactly different applications etc how it could be used the psychological means of it but it the use of these weapons in COINTELPRO 2.0 also highlights another significant fact and I've mentioned before uh, that I I you know there's been a myriad of different uh, radiation type weapons used on me um, my, their microwave radiation millimeter wave radiation charged particles and x-ray x-ray radiation weapons um, now I've now when it comes to the millimeter wave 
weapons I mentioned was used on me when I kept going to Los Angeles, driving from San Diego to Los Angeles, because I understand, understood the lots of the media was compromised here in San Diego, because I was ambushed, which means that they were already here before I realized it. So I was like, well, then I'm going to go to L.A. Not that I don't care about my, my hometown. It was just, unfortunately, I, f I figured that would have been the wrong strategic move. And I was right. that I don't think they were prepared that instead of going to local San Diego media that I would have kept going to LA and the second time I went down to LA uh, I made you know I made I made numerous trips down there but the second time um, I finally start I finally got the contact of a journalist at the Los Angeles Times and the second time I was going there to uh, meet up with this journalist Right before I was, as I was heading towards the building to enter the building, they shot me with a millimeter wave weapon, which a lot of people understand, they call it the heat ray. You've probably remembered seeing it somewhere on the internet or what have you. But believe it or not, this heat ray has been around for 20 years. And it's a weapon that's only so far the military has been approved to use. It's not used in law enforcement. So the use of this weapon on a civilian like myself, believe it or not, also breaks Geneva Convention law because it is a it is classified for military use only. Um, and it feels like you're on fucking fire. And the and they can just follow you. You know what I'm saying? It has tracking or whatever, I guess. And for about three and a half straight minutes, it felt like my entire body was on fire. This was to discourage me from walking into the LA Times. And after the three longest minutes of my life feeling like I was on fire, I must have seemed like a crazy person. Do you know what I'm saying? To an observer. Um, no matter, you know what I'm saying? No matter what, uh, I, I, where I moved or what have you, I just, I was just on fire. And it feels horrendous. It's the probably one of the worst continuous pains I've had to feel ever in my life and then you know I knew what they were doing they were trying to discourage me from going in after experiencing that immense pain I mean by the end of the three minutes I was just dripping in sweat from just the amount of pain and I still proceeded to walk into the LA Times and meet with this journalist and then after I met with her and I talked and I gave her notes etc then I left the LA Times and then it was like I was getting shot with like little gun versions of the same thing just like little hot spots like pew 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 all over my body as I made my walk down the street on the way to my car and I later found out that this there's a weapon called a phaser rifle which basically it's a small portable version that and uh, delivers millimeter wave pain ray stuff and short bursts um, I imagine that's what it was shooting me. But the reason why that weapon has been declassified and and out in the media for nearly 20 years now is the same reason why consensus can be used to as as we've as I've gone over in past podcasts where I talk about the six methods of persuasion, the six methods of making someone believe something, and you don't have to back it up with facts. Well, the same thing happens for things that are true. 
and it's only compounded even more, I, be uh, I believe, when things are true. So let's say that this heat ray got approved for um, civilian use for crowd control, etc. Even though it's been declassified and there's been lots of people trying to pitch it, etc. Why I personally think this weapon has not been approved for police use and, and you may never see it ever is because if enough people get exposed to a silent, invisible weapon, you can't smell it, you can't see it, all you do is feel a sensation. And if they shot that at hundreds of people, thousands of people over time at protests or what have you, instead of fire hoses or what have you, the consensus would start to understand, people would start to understand, hey, you can really hurt people and it's invisible. You don't hear it, you don't see it. And the people who are subject to the abuse just look like crazy people. And if enough people understand that, the consensus of that, then the other weapons, which also share the invisible and silent means of the electromagnetic spectrum, like charged particles, etc., and x-rays, x-ray weapons that, you know, they also use on targets like myself, then you wouldn't have to go and do things like I did, like go and get you know, multiple psychological evaluations, etc. So when you make claims like this, you're not, people aren't trying to put you in a nut house. Um, you wouldn't, I wouldn't have to, you know, go to the emergency room countless times every time I was getting exposed to show that I have no autoimmune disorders. And, you know what I'm saying, I was being exposed to something radical because my body's white blood cell count sh skyrocketed. That's actually one of the responses your body has to being exposed to radiation is a high white blood cell count. Um, but it has to happen, you know, within a couple hours after being exposed to catch the spike and, and log it. Um, because there's really no, no test that for getting exposed to radiation on the outside of your body. If you consume radiation, that's a different thing. But on the outside of your body, it's... Um, it's, it's difficult to prove, and there's, the only way is through literal just getting blood panels. As soon as that happens, you go straight to the emergency room, you just wait, and you make up some excuse so they can take your blood to show that you have a skyrocketing white blood cell count. But I wouldn't have to go through those things, etc., to prove that my government is literally trying to fucking kill me while they're dragging my name through my through the mud to make sure no one embraces the things that I'm trying to share and to um, diminish support for anything I have to say, etc., while they're slowly killing me. Um, because this is a more effective means of sweeping people under the rug in COINTELPRO 2.0. Because they learned all their lessons from public executions uh, in the first iteration of the program. And that's why you most likely will never see the heat ray used for protests, etc. I mean, it's been out for 20 years now. You understand? It's been declassified for 20 years. Uh, that's why you'll never see that. It's because if, the con if enough people had the consensus that, oh, invisible harmful things are real and the government is very good at using them and making these devices then other people like me who are 
telling you, hey, these things are happening to me. They're happening to me in broad daylight in a parking lot inside of a restaurant around other people eating, etc. They will never notice because it's invisible and it's silent and you can target just the person. And the government has spent, you know, decades perfecting these things so they just use them out in the open. They can just kill you with, you know, a thousand cuts just... So much exposure over time, eventually you're just going to fucking die. It's going to it's gonna diminish your telomeres, it's going to give you leukemia, it's going to give you, you know, let's say they target a specific area of your body, they'll give you cancer there, what have you, and it'll just look like you got cancer, because cancer is death by God. Cancer is rolling the dice. That's not an assassination, especially if it happens over time. It happens over time. So, that's why... Radiation weapons are so prevalent, are used so much, and that's also why you will never, most likely, see um, heat rays used on the public, uh, implemented in law enforcement, because then they lose the strategic advantage. Once, once a consensus builds up that these weapons are, are real, um, and they and they're very good at them, and they could just use them on people in broad daylight. You just would never know that somebody they're slowly killing, they're slowly murdering a person right in front of you at fucking McDonald's, right in front of you while you're shopping, you know, at Pacific Sunwear or, or wherever it is you buy your fucking clothes or whatever, you know, right in front of you at Macy's, uh, they're slowly murdering a man right in front of you at a stoplight. Um, if the consensus grows that these weapons are real and they're harmful and they hurt, uh, then our intelligence community no longer has the strategic advantage of being able to murder people like this in plain sight. People who are trying to tell you real truths about uh, real people, real high-ranking people in the government, real, you know, uh, blowing the whistle on some on real horrible things, etc., and I imagine that's probably why another another great reason why uh, Snowden and so many other people leave the country is because they will they will, they would have slowly murdered Snowden in front of the world as he does interview after interview after inter inter interview using these radiation weapons. Uh, it, it was also strategic for him to move his family there, etc., because they do t start to target your family. Um, but yeah, that's why you most likely never see those heat weapons ever used on people, ever be approved, etc. Because once the consensus grows that these weapons are real and enough people under have the real understanding, the real eureka moment of the government is developing weapons that you can't see or hear to harm people. What about these other people who claim this is happening to them, etc.? Um, they will just lose that strategic advantage. And then once you lose a strategic advantage of trying to kill your enemies in front of everyone's face, uh, what's, what's uh, you know what I'm saying? What's more important for you to continue to silence dissidents in a surveillance state or to just give away the sauce because... Uh, some cup, uh, you know, because, you know, maybe law enforcement, you know, wants to use that instead of fire hoses. It's important for you to understand that because I believe lots of people don't realize, um, <clears throat> these aren't, these aren't made up enemies. These aren't, these aren't made up adversaries. These aren't, um, 
these are real things that are that are happening. They're happening to me. They've happened to many other people. And they're what will happen to people who actually are a threat to the government. They will just murder them slowly in front of your face while they destroy their reputation, thereby completely destroying the threat. They'll kill you twice. They'll kill your reputation, and then they will kill you. I hope this message finds you as I broadcast from deep inside the filter bubble.